there is nothing wrong with your television set. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we will bring up the volume. If we wish to make it softer, we will tune it to a whisper. We will control the horizontal. We will control the vertical. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you see and hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your television set. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the Tony Bruno Show. Not the Fantasy Show Bar, or the Fantasy Lounge, or Funkin' Fantasy with Luigi Curto. Those will not be heard to today's broadcast, but we are coming to you live from the world-famous wine cellar, where not only fine wines are stored, multiple wines will be emanating from various locations, including Miss Miss Robin. I did not know that wines could emanate. Well, whining, you get it? It's... When you whine, you're emoting, you're emanating. You know what I'm saying? What up, yo? Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us today. You know what we have, Robin? We have Thursday NFL football on not only on Fox, not only on MLB Network, but also on Amazon Prime Video. And you know what that means tonight, Robin? What that does means that mean? after we do the second part of our day-night doubleheader, after we do this program and then head on up to King of Prussia for the weekly Thursday night act at Screwballs with Harry Mays and the gang, normally, you know, we're there every Thursday night no matter who plays. But because the Philadelphia Eagles are playing on this particular Thursday night, it will be countdown to kickoff for the Eagles, live from 6 to 7 on 97, uh, 97.3 ESPN and also on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live. But when we sign off the over-the-air portion at 7 p.m., we will stay on Twitch Live up until 8 p.m., giving you two hours of pregame action. First hour over the air and on Twitch. Second hour, Twitch only. So we can have a lot of fun. And then when the game pre- begins at 8 p.m., it actually kicks off at about 8.20. You will be able to watch Thursday night football on the same frequency, Kenneth. You can watch it on Amazon Prime Live on the Tony Bruno Nation Twitch this is channel. Such a crock of no, it is shit. not. You're not getting that anywhere else. You're not going to be able to get it on any radio station that doesn't have NFL rights. You're not going to get the Eagles game on any cockamamie stations that want to broadcast it, you're only going to get it right here. You're going to get it on 97.3 FM, of course, which is part of the Eagles radio network. But then you'll get to watch the game right here on Amazon Prime. Beautiful. And meanwhile, guess who is going to join us today? 
live from the venerable Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin, Robin. No, not Brett Favre. No, not, uh, you s- just start guessing who's going to join us. Guess who's back again? Yeah. Guess who's back again? Guess who will be back? I'm going to have people guess on the Twitch stream. Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live. Who will be our special guest at 2 p.m.? Can I give a hint? I'll give you a hint. He is at Lambeau Field. Yeah, well, he's on his way to Lambeau Field right now. Okay, but he's going to be at Lambeau Field. He's going to be at the game. He's actually on property, as they like to say, in the Disney area. No, it is not Steve Saban. Steve Saban, of course, on the air in Milwaukee. Yes. But it is not Steve Saban, ladies and gentlemen. Not Harry Mays. Harry's not in. Harry's going to be with me in King of Prussia tonight. How's he going to be in, in Lambeau Field? Do we have the hyperlink set up already? <laughs> <laughs> Did they bring back the SST? Remember the SST, Robin? What was the SST? That's the supersonic plane that they finally... SST would be supersonic train. No, supersonic transport. Ah. Remember, the British Air, Air, British Airlines had it. British Airways was the one that had it. You can get from New York to London in a couple of hours. Uh-huh. You remember that? What was it called? The Concorde. The Concorde was the actual name of the line, but it was actually called SST, supersonic transport, because it went really, really fast, and people paid a lot, a lot of money, and now fast forward 20 years after they got rid of it, there's nothing that goes that fast to get you from the ha- East Coast of the United States to London. Have you ever flown on a Concorde? No, I didn't. I was at the Concorde the Elegance, though, the great car show at uh, Pebble Beach a few years ago, right there on the 18th green. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. I almost went on a Concorde. I'm so almost? bummed that I, yeah, I almost, I was, I was scheduled to go on a Concorde, and then the flight got canceled, and I got put on a different aircraft instead, and I'm really bummed because I would have loved I to. I know. I, would, I couldn't afford it. And they discontinued the could, it now. Well, because it crashed. The thing was running forever, the Concorde, and you would hear the boom. You would hear the sonic yeah. boom. And they had, a, they had, apparently, they had a countdown at the front of the cabins right. that would count down to when you reached when you reached super- ludicrous speed <laughs> supersonic speed <laughs> or as they said <laughs> as they said in Spaceballs, Spaceballs. let's crank it up to ludicrous, ludicrous, ludicrous. speed be- bitches I think that that's where ludicrous got his name too <laughs> from Spaceballs now the guesses are coming in on who will be joining the show live from Green Bay at 2pm we already told you it was not Meryl Reese it's not Amon Green. It's not Mark. Mark Willard is not there. It's not Freddie Mitchell from 4th and 26 fame. Not Clay Aiken. Not Mr. Airport. Johnny Airport. <laughs> John Clark. <laughs> the guesses are phenomenal. Not Jay Glazer. Not Howard Eskin. Howard is picking out his fur coat because the temperature's dropped a little bit. So it's actually war- It's cold enough to wear a fur coat at Lambeau Field tonight. Yes, yes, well, yes. not for normal people, but for Howard Eskin. Not Jay, not Vince Lombardi, not the hologram of Vince Lombardi will not be joining us today. <laughs> not Ryan Grant. Not J.J. Fad. You want a piece of me? No, because not Because really. I'll cut you, bitch. No, don't cut me, man. I don't play with knives. Not Sam Congato. Not Sal Powell. Not Don Tollefson. Not Antonio Freeman. 
Not Eddie Lacy, not Gilbert Eddie Brown. Eddie Munster 19 says, give another hint for God's sake. Not Jerry Sandusky. Okay, He's there's not one, there is a hint. Tony has worked with him in the past. Not Sterling Sharp. Not Desmond Howard. Not Desmond Tutu, because he died not that long ago. Archbishop and Desmond Tutu. I do want to... Um, not Bubba Franks. Remind everybody that is watching <laughs> on, a, on a platform that is other than Twitch. Yes. Make... The switch to Twitch. Now, bitch. It is free. Uh, sorry. I mean, it is like so freaking easy, people. Make the switch to Twitch so that you can join the Bruno Familia. You can join the chat room. You exactly. can be a part of the show. Exactly right. You can not mob like the I mean, whistleblower. In effect, we don't want mob stuff. In effect, everybody that joins the Twitch platform on Bruno Nation Live, um, they're they're like a investor. They're, they're they own part of the show. Are we part? Are we a hedge fund here? Uh, there's yeah. no hedging on this show, by the way. There's no hedging. And there's no funding either. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Wait a minute. I got Oh, you have. Is this. Oh, did I not bring it back to the yeah, right sound? I didn't bring it back. I just did right. a live shot with my old buddy Brooks Melchior, Sports yeah. by Brooks, on his page. Take care of that first because I know, it's really I'm, annoying. I'm trying to do it as I talk, Robin. Yeah, don't do that. I can do that. No, I can multitask. Apparently, you can't. Well, it says system preferences, and it's not allowing me to change it. Here it is. I have to go all the <laughs> way over here now. So anyway, I was just on fan cred with my boy, Brooks Melchior. Uh-huh. That was fun. Except we had to figure out how to do it through the computer. Well, yeah, and we your computer, do for whatever reason, was not allowing us to transfer the sound over. So then you had to use my computer, and then I could not be on my computer. Oh, for pre-show. Oh, oh, well, you know, anything that's a little Robert. bit delayed, that's why. Oh. Okay, can you at least mute your I'm keyboard? I'm trying to find the damn thing. Here it is. People, this is this is what happens when somebody's technically challenged. No, I'm not technically challenged. You changed it because we haven't M. set Lewis up audio. M. Lewis, 5150. He guessed it, Tony Bruno. Wait, don't put it up there yet. It's not Brent Selleck. No, it's but... It's not. not let, let me just give all the wrong oh, guesses okay. before you give the right guess, Robin. Oh, for God's sake. Jesus. Don't get me angry today. I have it on the U.S. Audio Kodak now. I will come over and fix it. It's on. Jesus. Anyway, so let me give you more of the wrong guesses. Not Vince Lombardi. He's dead. Not L.J. Smith, former Eagles <laughs> tight end who was a bomb. Uh, not, um, not Kevin Curtis. <laughs> not Luigi, no. Luigi... He hasn't even had any kind of. He hasn't even had cheese curds, let alone been to Green Bay, Wisconsin. That's this right. Is what Tony wanted to. Well, it's because I had a request. We were talking about the Concord, right? Yes. What was the Concord, Robin? Supersonic. Exactly right. Not Supersada. That's an Italian no. charcuterie board uh, item. Supersad. Speaking of Italian. Yeah. Not Julia not... Ann. No, not Keith Olbermann. Speaking of. Italian, I have not seen you laugh so hard as you did last night. Yes. What a night we had last night, unexpectedly. Um, well, we unexpectedly. No, we had Tony Luke on earlier in the week. He said he was doing stand-up over at uh, our, one of our great favorite places down on 2nd and South here in Paddy Philadelphia. Paddy Wax. Paddy Wax, second floor. We knew that was going to yeah. happen, and we figured it was going to be funny, which it was. I mean, you were the Anthony uh, Rodia. Yes, and if who, you haven't followed this guy or seen him, he's got a huge following. He's a Jersey guy, he's North Jersey he's, guy. He's only been doing comedy for about eight months. Yes, and he's absolutely his. Now, if you're Italian, like I am, 
You don't have to be Italian to understand him, but it helps. But his, 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 his physical humor, his ability to mimic his dad and his family and Italian people. It was like watching Tony's family. It's like watching any it. Italian family. But he's, all, he's, he's got his own page. He, you know, he does all kinds of voices and faces. He's going to come in studio. Okay. We're going to have him come in studio, and he does um, hysterically funny YouTube videos. So you definitely have to follow him. Uh, it's under Rodia Comedy. R-O-D-I-A. Yeah. Not to be confused with the old Rodeo Burger, which used to be great, no. but that so doesn't anyway, anymore. Yes. But the second half of the night was unexpected. I was thinking we'd been up really, really early because you were on Fox 29. Yep. We were gonna but no, the go- party no. never stops here. It did not. Yes. All right, let's get back down there. Then. Barnaby Jones has just entered the room, Robin. <laughs> Rebel Land 9311 walk on home. <laughs> Why does it go twice? I don't know. It was a good show, actually. It's a good theme song. Yeah, one is like low, and then the other one is in stereo. We're available. Yeah. So anyway, so then we go over, and I we've been there many times, but we never, never get in because it's always closed. It's a legendary place in Philly that the entire country, the guy who owns this place is, is a character. Rene. Rene. And it is the Rim Cafe. Yes. And you get fingered when you go in there. I it's, did. It's really a good Robin got I was, fingered. I was a Rim Freddie virgin. Freddie didn't get fingered, though. I was what? a Rim virgin, and I got fingered last night. It was fantastic. And then we <laughs> went live on everybody had their Instagrams on. Uh, Anthony yeah, and Rodia had his if on. If you go on to Tony's Facebook page and Twitter, I think I reposted everything. It was absolutely nice. We had a, um, a uh, um, Rowan... Fraternity. Yes, Rowan the, University. Where I, and I'm telling yeah. these guys, all these guys come in, like 20 guys all come walking into and the Rim Cafe at like 10 a o'clock fraternity, last night. A, a music fraternity. Yes. So they're all like band. They play in the... In, they, Did they go they to band in, camp this summer and got lost <laughs> and wound up at the Rim Cafe on 9th Street but in was, the historic Italian market? It was uh, really market. funny. And then, and then several of the guys from the fraternity um, were... They're like, oh my God, that's Tony Bruno from Madden 050607. They and then I said again. to these guys, where the hell have you guys been on Monday nights? We're at Landmark Americana every Monday night, right on your camp. At Rowan in Glassboro, New Jersey. Which they so do. hopefully we'll see them on yeah. Monday night as part of the crowd. It was a lot of fun though. I mean, hot chocolates and cannolis and, and oh, f- oh, oh, and then I'm sure that we followed. There was something that was absolutely according to code. <laughs> Renee brought out a Bunsen, like a burner, like a, like one of those little hot plate burners, gas burners, and started yeah, cooking. It's a propane burner yeah. that you see a lot of chefs but use when they're on the road. started cooking right in the middle of the cafe, right there. And some uh, Anthony Rodia, the comedian, <laughs> he had a, a fire extinguisher ready just in case because the guy is flambéing with Grand Marnier. He puts some butter in a frying pan, and then he gets the butter all oh nice. Oh, my God, it was hysterical. Purified, liquid. Liquefied, gentrified, any kind of fire you can put in there. And then he starts putting an orange juice into the butter. I can, and you can see, you know that smell oh, when the butter is so starting. So good. And then he didn't put a uh, filet mignon in there like they do at Ruth's Chris where it starts sizzling. You know what he put in there? Cannolis. Little cannolis that he makes every day at the and Rim he Cafe. He makes his own ricotta cheese. Yes. He makes his own chocolate. He imports the cacao from cacao. Africa. Cacao. And I think I think Rene is not French from France, but he might be French from like Tunisia or Morocco. Morocco. Not quite because there's a lot of Moroccan influence. I saw some Major League Moroccas walking <laughs> by there last night too, and that's and always then, a good thing. Oh, and there was bongo <laughs> drums in there. Yeah, we're we're doing. Oh. I mean, this place was crazy fun. It's one of those places. 
everybody will tell you about but and you've heard about, but unless you're there, you have to experience it. It was amazing. It's an incredible so night. That was way later than we expected to be up. But it was fun. I did not break out the air bongos. My buddy Tony Luke and Renee got on the bongo set yes. that they have there. You were you were I was right. I could go ready, I could yeah. go I could go play Ayakomova on the bongos. You were so without, ready. The next time I go in there, because Tony Luke's been in there a million times. They're really good friends. So I wasn't gonna like steal his uh Thunder, so and it was speak. his night because he yes. was up on stage. And, exactly. And it was, it it was... stand up. We went over there. I mean, it was incredible. It was a fun, fun night. I did not break out any mucus. And, uh, Nelson Aguilar was not there, though. They didn't want to catch a cold being out of the uh, on a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday night. Now, here's something up, I don't man. understand. So, Jersey Dude, 1960s. He just oh. refuses to die. Exactly. I was just going to say, why did we not hear it? And then there it happened. Exactly right. Jersey Dude, 1966. We're going to go to Green Bay at 2 o'clock. Somebody has guessed it. Yes, somebody did. You know who the somebody is, right? Because he guessed like 50,000 different ones. Not, pot, not, pot, not Todd Pinkston. Not James Thrash. You're... Would you call him a protege? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you. It was your partner, old partner, protege. Protege, my personal pimp, <laughs> my CB guy. When I would go out on the road, he he <laughs> he would thank you. He called you a mensch. So um, we. He's called me worse than that. I'm sure he has. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Chris Cuomo. He will not be today. He's looking for whistleblowers. There will be no whistleblowers on the show today. Although, if, uh, you know, I know a lot of other blowers. I knew, of course, the great Jake, uh, the great uh, Jack Thompson was the throwing Samoan when he played college football. It was a quarterback named Jack Thompson. Was it Jake Thompson or Jack? It was Jake Thompson. Look up Jake Thompson for me, Robin. They called him the throwing Samoan. And then, of course, later on after his playing career was over, he went, I think he played either BYU, one of the Mormon schools, obviously. Maybe Hawaii. Hawaii. Not Hunter S. Thompson, no. Jack Thompson, Washington State. Thank you, Don Juan, 0720. And obviously, Washington State, very big Polynesian. Jack Thompson, throwing Samoan. Jack Thompson. I knew it was Jack Thompson. I knew he was out there on the West Coast. We're all the Samoans. You think the Samoans are going to live in the frigid weather here in the Northeast? You think Samoans are going to play football? At Harvard or cold, crappy climates on the East Coast? Well, Washington State, there's a lot of rain and cold and dampness up there. Anyway, Jack Thompson was a throwing Samoan. But then I met his cousin many, many years later in a bar. And we called her the blowing Samoan. Played for the Bucks and the Bengals. Thank you, Bearcat AJ. All of that to get a blowing Samoan joke in. We're talking about whistleblowers. See, Robin, I was trying to put it all together and bring it together. That was, that was, that was beautiful. Thank you. Coming up at 2 o'clock. <clears throat> yes, it is him. Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network will join us live from Lambeau Field, where he will be part of the thrill, the color, the pageantry, the electricity that is uniquely Thursday night football. Mooch is going to be there. i got to get Mooch on, too. I haven't had Mooch on in a long time, Robin. I know. Steve Mariucci's going to be there. Everybody's going to be there. And tonight there's going to be Thursday night football. 
Yo. Give me some Thursday Night Football music. Why would I want to get... Listen, I love John Kincaid. John Kincaid lives in Atlanta. We got him on to talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Correct. We're getting Andrew Siciliano on because he works for the NFL Network, and they have the game on tonight. And he's a friend of mine. We work together. I love John Kincaid. I'll get John Kincaid on just to have him on, and I'd love to. But John Kincaid was brought on to talk about his team, his town. Well, his Philadelphia Eagles. But he lives in Atlanta, works in Atlanta. Things have to be relevant to what we're talking about. And John can talk about anything, but he has his own show to do that. So it's not about, I just put on people just because they're friends. You know what I'm saying, Robin? Exactly. If I did that, I could have uh, friends on every day. Except the people from the Friends TV show. I don't want to talk to any of those schmucks. Sick of them. And I will have a new illness update. We have a new illness? Yes. Well, it's an old illness, but it's been classified as oh, an illness. Oh, okay. And well, we got new diseases every day. We have diseases coming back that haven't been around since medieval times. Well, this and I don't mean the dinner and show that they're available. Are they no. still are they still around medieval times? No, this is times? an illness that has probably been around since prehistoric times. Absolutely. And um, but but is now officially an illness. And we will also have this is why you always always wear a helmet. Exactly update. right. Update. I should wear a helmet on this show many days. We'll have that update. We'll have uh, what's in the box. I'm going to have another box. Well, it's a package today. It's not really a box, but it's still, it qualifies. Because we don't have a what's in the package drop, Robin. Yeah, no. The what's in a box drop is way better. Um, but we will always have our little mail time. Mail time. Yeah, we're going to do that before. Now, we, we will do an, a, <clears throat> an abbreviated two-hour show today. Yes. Not because we want to jip the audience. We'll be on from... One to three, and then because we have to drive all the way up to King of Prussia. And it's not that it's far. It's just that it takes forever to get there. Because people are stupid on the Schuylkill. Well, there's too many people on the Schuylkill. Well, that's The Schuylkill Expressway is not popular anymore because it's always too crowded. Unfortunately, it's the only way you can go to get up there. Beautiful, man. By the way, this package is from Charlottesville, Virginia. Is it a tiki torch or something? Is it wine from Charlottesville? Yeah, that's wine. <laughs> Is it a Dave Matthews joint from Charlottesville, Virginia, where he lives? Well, I have a sneaky suspicion that oh, we can kind of guess what it's... Eagles are Super Bowl champions! Yes. ...what it is based upon the packaging. Just saying. Just a wild, wild guess. And last, I have a fantastic, this would be Tony as a little drummer boy update. We have a Tony as a drummer boy update. It's not even the Christmas season yet, Robert. You know I love me some Nutcracker and little drummer boy and all that other stuff. <coughs> it's not a drum pad, no. I don't think so. Chris Long sent a small package, though I don't believe it's from Chris Long. Or his dad, Howie, who, of course, own acreage in Charlottesville, Virginia, as you well know, Robin. I didn't know that. Yes. No, Rondé Barber did not send me a signed jersey. I love when people guess stuff.
because that's part of the fun. I don't even know what's in the S package. Falcon 39, we will not be seeing Domenica tonight because we are not going to be at the Landmark America. No, we're going to be at Screwballs. Screwballs. Screwing around up at Screwballs with Harry Mays. In King of I understand there will be an Alige update tonight, too. Yes. I have unimpeachable sources who would not happen to be Donald because Trump because they're trying to impeach him every day. Screwballs is partnered with the restaurant right next door there. They're, it's a pizzeria. It's a pizzeria called it's Angelo's. It's Angelo's. And Anthony, who owns Angelo's, um, is going to be bringing you by some pizza. Uh, uh, a pizza. A pizza. A pizza. A pizza. And we believe there might be and I asked little... And I asked Tony, who is the man who runs Angelo's. Yes. Formerly Tony's, formerly Guido's, formerly Nunzio's. And uh, I said to him when he said, hey, you want up eats? And he's Italian. I mean, he's like oh, real. Oh, he's real Italian. Off the boat Italian. He's not from Sicily, but I... I it doesn't matter. Sicily's not the only part of Italy, Robert. I know. It may be the best part, <laughs> but it's not the only part. Gotcha. So when I said, hey, Tony, he hey, says, you yo. want me to make you a pizza? I said, you got Alish. You have Alish in there. And Robin knows because I've been pounding Alish into her for a long time. Not physically, of course. Not literally. That sounds real hard. <laughs> Damn. That somehow did not come out the way it should have. So I asked everybody. I asked Joe Krause. I asked Nick. I asked everybody around the table if they knew what Aliege is. And I was the only one that raised I my mean, hand. The only reason you know is because I had to teach you over the last 10 years. Yes. You would have never understood it. No, because Alige sounds like olive. If you were thinking phonetically, what's the closest thing? It sounds like in English. And a lot of Latin words, Italian words have been borrowed. So you'd think it would be an olive. But no. No, that's a caponata. Yeah. What else do they have with make with olives? The caponata is the uh, olives that they chop up, right? See. Si. But Ali, does anybody guess Alige? Alige. What is Alige? I'm going to go to the Twitch board and see the first person that can get. And you can't do it if you're Luigi or if you're a greaseball. Greaseballs know what Alige is. I bet you modern day, and I hate to call every Italian a greaseball. Not every Italian is a greaseball. No. Some of them are. Do you think that there are more greaseballs, greaseball Italians in the U.S. <laughs> than in Italy? There's grease balls everywhere, and they don't even have to be Italian. But, but Italian yeah, but is Italian. That's a, that's a derogatory. That's more derogatory than calling somebody Fredo, Chris Cuomo. But Fredo's not Italian, not an insult. But you didn't answer my question. If you were to guess based upon what your definition of a grease ball is, mm -hmm. would you think that there would be more, according to your definition, more grease balls in the U.S.? Or in there Italy. could be grease balls on every continent, every place in America. I can. If you're yeah. just talking about straight Italian grease balls, I'm the kind of when you refer to somebody as a grease ball, because it's a certain type of a person that mm -hmm. is doesn't necessarily have anything to do with being Italian. But do you believe that there are more grease balls here in the United States than in Europe? No, I'm going to say there are more grease balls here in the United States there you than go. there are. In Europe, I haven't done an actual like survey or census. But based upon I your the definition, census, I believe on the census forms that we'll be doing next year, 
there should be a breakdown of what you are. They don't even want to know what your gender is or any of that stuff anymore. But I believe there should be a separate column. Are you a greaseball? Are you a schifozo? Are you, you name the other ethnicity that has a derogatory Stunad. name? A Stunad. But that's all Italians. So you can't, it just can't be aimed at Italians. It's got to be aimed at every ethnicity, Robin. This is not going to be just a pick on the Italians type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, speaking of picking on Italians, if you do look up Anthony Rodia's comedy, just know that it is not politically correct. Of course. And he is not ashamed of it, and he doesn't care. Which whether... is why he's funny. Yes. It is. It is. But he's basically, he's, he's, he, he talks about his family. And the one thing about great comics is they, the things, the stories, it's about telling stories about your family that everybody can relate to, or most of the people in the audience can, and laugh. And now, obviously, you know, there are ethnic comics who do comedy about their ethnicity mm-hmm. and people laugh. But there are comics who do comedy that everybody understands and laughs at. But it was a lot of fun. And, yes, there are more grease balls probably in New Jersey alone than there are in all of Europe. Just saying. <laughs> AJ in San Antonio goes, there's enough grease balls in this chat room. Come on. <laughs> Hey, the more grease balls, the better. Then we don't have to be reliant on foreign oil to provide us (laughs) with the grease that's necessary to have grease balls. You know what I'm saying? Right, Ryan Seacrest? You are right about that, boss. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, Tony, I'm going to try this for the first time. We didn't... uh, It was so nuts this morning, especially with you doing that other interview and all the uh, audio issues we were having. I'm going to try this. Mama Chia... Mama chia, not mama cita. Organic mama chia seed for your soul. Chia Wait, so it's squeeze. chia seeds. It's it's a mango coconut. Oh, is this going to be one of the giveaways this, this weekend with the Philadelphia like those, Phillies? Is this a baby thing? Is this supposed to be for babies? I, I don't know, Robin. I don't have the package. Robin is now sucking. Don't blow it. Suck it. <laughs> well, that's good. It's like. What is it? It's like a juice pack, right? It's like something you would take camping. Chia seeds, mango, and coconut. Um, it's delicious. Can you show it to the camera? I want to see it. It's, it's like a little pouch, sort of like what we used to give the kids. They still have those, right? The, uh... <laughs> Masita, yes. What are, what are the things we give kids at the soccer juice, game? Juice packs? Ju- the not juice ju- boxes, but yeah, the, the other ones. The little pouches, the little juice pouches. Capri Sun. Capri Sun. Except Capri Sun was nothing but water and sugar, right? There's nothing good in Capri Sun, is there? This is really good. We got this when we were at an event, and they gave us out like free swag. Yeah, it's organic. Is it non-GMO? Here, let me, let me. And it has a reattach. That's the one thing with those juice packs that are not good. Yeah, you can't close them up. You can't close them up. You stick that stinking straw in it, then you throw it in the Delaware River, and then the world ends. So this is called organic mamachia seeds. Does anybody remember squeeze it? What were squeeze it? Squeeze it. I remember. Hey, I have to squeeze it. Were those those yogurt things that came in? A sque- I think they still have them, don't they? How do the I yogurt know? squeeze things. I I do recall those. It's got the uh, 120 omgs. Oh my god! No, it's 1200 milligrams omega 33s. <clears throat> It's They're, a vitality snack. It's really yummy, actually. <clears throat> I'm I'm surprised. If you go to the Phillies games against the Miami Marlins this weekend, they will be sp- instead of if somebody hits a meaningless home run as the Phillies need to win 
three of their last four remaining games either won in their final game in Washington this afternoon or sweep the Miami Marlins, a team they are 7-9 and nine against this season. That's what's up for the Philadelphia Phillies. Maybe they should be giving these away and squirting these all over in the final game. Would it be something that came down to the final game on Sunday for the Phillies? And that game would either make them a winning team, which means they finish over 500, or mean they're a losing team, which they've been since 2011 as far as not finishing with a winning record. And the worst part about this, if they win three of their last four, they will finish over 500. This will be seen by some people in the Phillies organization as a positive. Hey, look. Hey, hey. They spent crazy, stupid money in the offseason. They got over 500, and they had to come down to their last game to do so. Unbelievable, man. And thank you, uh, David Conrad, for the one bit. Every little bit helps. Every little bit. It's going to be all right. Wasn't that a great song? Every, every little thing. No, no, no. Every little gonna, bit. It's going to be no, all no, right. No, not that song. No? That's every little can I thing. Have, can I have my juice box back? <laughs> every, little th- every little bit. Here's your mamacita. A mamachia. Let me see if there's sugar in here, Robin. Let's see what we got. Three grams of fat. It's 80 calories for a pouch. That's not bad. You got 10 milligrams of sodium, which is only uh, 0% of the daily allowance. Would you like to try it? It's got potassium, 80 milligrams, 2%. Which is good. 10 grams of carbs. Potassium's really good for yes, you it is. after you've, especially Seven after Seven grams of sugar, though, Robin. And some alcohol. And protein, 2 grams, which is 4%. Calcium... As omega-3, omega-6, omega-9, I just think I hit the daily number. I'm going to play 369, the goose drank wine, the monkey chewed tobacco on the street cart line. Oh, is that one the of those line jump... line broke. That was a song. That was a jump rope uh, song, probably. Yeah, but no, it was an actual hit song. 369, the goose drank wine. Let me see. i got to find this. This is the Clap Clap song, I think it was. It was Clap Clap. i got to find it now, Robin. Three, six, nine. No, it's cla- the, the song is the Clap Clap song. You can't look up three, six, nine. Oh, God. As soon as I did three, six, nine, the goose drank wine, it immediately came up. And who do the you have? The monkey chewed tobacco on the streetcar line. The line broke. The monkey got choked. It's and called they the all clapping get- song. All right. Can you play a little just a taste for me, Robin? Hold on now. Well, I have to look it up on YouTube. Because now I just got the three, six, nine, the omega, uh, the omega value, omega oils, omega acids. The clapping acid. song by Shirley Ellis. Ex- Shirley Ellis did the name game. Remember the name game? Yes. Tony, Tony, Boboni, Banana, Fofoni. No, Banana, Fana, Fofoni, Fee, Fi, Mo, Moni. This is her follow. The, the monkey to the back, I want to speak. The line, the line broke. The monkey got choked. And we all went together in a little smoke. Oh, that's what Mama told me 
she would give me? A rubber dolly? A rubber dolly. Or a rubber dildo, maybe. My auntie told her, I kissed a soldier. Now she won't find me. This is definitely one of those jump rope songs. Oh, yeah. The great Shirley Ellis. But her bigger hit, of course, was the name game. Yes. You know what song they can never do in the name game, Robin? Chuck. Exactly. Okay, now I want to see if you knew that. Let me Chuck give you a Chuck was run. the name that Chuck they could was never... the only name because comics used to do that bit. They'd play the name game, and then they say, everybody do Chuck. And then, of course, you couldn't banana, do Chuck. Banana, folk. No, Chuck, Chuck, Bobuck. Bo-buck. Banana, 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 Robin. <laughs> That's horrible name game knowledge right there. Not the crying game. That's a, that's a movie you probably liked, right, Robin? The crying game. Remember that? No. Can I have my uh, juice thing back, please? You want your juice box? <laughs> my damn juice box back. Oh, what's in the box? All right, listen to that. Crank it up. Lincoln, Lincoln, Bo Bacon, Banana, Banana, Bo Bacon, B5, Bo Lincoln, Lincoln. Lincoln. Come on, everybody. Let's play the game. Now I'm back at like YMCA camp, drinking my little juice box, singing the name game. Out of everybody's name. You can't. Right, see how it works? You treat it like it wasn't there. But a B or an F. Yes. Or an M will appear. And then I say Bo and a B, then I say the name. And then I say the name again with an F and third Robin, keep it going. I want to do Tony now. Let's everybody do Tony. Everybody do Tony. All right. Tony, I thought you were doing Tony. Arnold. Arnold. But if the first two letters are ever the same, drop them both and say the name like a bar. Everybody do Chuck. Or Buck. Everybody do Buck. Here we go. Do do Masha Masha Masha. Let's do Chuck. Chuck Chuck Bo Buck Banana Banana Bo Fuck Banana Fanna Robin. God damn it. This is serious business. What don't I understand? Exactly. Jesus. How do I deal with this every day, folks? <sighs> go back to drinking my drink box, my juice box, which I really am Get enjoying. Get your damn juice box and sit in the damn corner now, Robin. Jesus. Very good. <laughs>
<laughs> EKT 8750. I think I stepped into a party hosted by the Geeter. Hey, y'all teens. <laughs> Doug Damn. McGregor, I'm in tears over here. <laughs> Meanwhile, let's turn it to baseball. Ah, yes, indeed. It is Thursday. We have football. We'll break it down. But of course, Trevor from the 203. Drink your juice box and use your listening ears. Exactly. That's what it's, I'm going to do right now. There will be no recess today. <clears throat> your Minnesota Twins, ladies and gentlemen. I don't like that theme. It's not long enough. Give me some better baseball there. God, you have to really suck it. Suck it, Robin. Suck hard to get to the bottom of it. In Major League Baseball, the final four. How many games? Four for most teams. The Minnesota Twins have clinched the American League Central Division last night. The Bomba Bombers get it done. Meanwhile, the Milwaukee Brewers clinched the playoff spot. Still buying, of course, for that Central Division championship down the stretch. How about those Houston Astros? 100 and how many? Four! Wins on the season, a new franchise record. Zach Cranky had a no-hitter into the ninth inning and then lost it with one out when Austin Nola slapped a base hit. How about those Brew Crew for the Astros? The Brewers, too. Give them love. It's great to see uh, all the Brewer fans going crazy in Milwaukee. Wonder if that'll carry over the energy to nearby Green Bay tonight for the Green Bay Packers football unit. <laughs> Robin can really suck. Come up for some air, hon. <laughs> I think I something think... no man ever has ever said. Like <laughs> <laughs> you'd rather them not pass out. I mean, that would be. You don't want them to pass out before. You know, it's done. Normally when you have a juice box at uh, this time of the afternoon, you take a little nap after it. Yes. <laughs> Not for this crew today. This crew is going nonstop deep into the night tonight. So that's your baseball. But, of course, Robin has a video from baseball. It's a game that really didn't matter. Yes. Now, the Atlanta Braves have everything wrapped up in the National League East, and they're just playing them out. But last night, they were in Kansas City, Missouri, playing the Royals whose season ended about uh, April 2nd, I think. But last night, some guy I've never heard of had the play of the night. And this is what we do on the show. It's not just about kissing the asses of all the star players who get base hits and hit home runs. Everybody hits home runs. But we have this gen. What's his name, Robin? His name is Brett Phillips. Brett Phillips, not Captain Phillips. Not Steve Phillips. No. Not Phillips Seafood. Not Wilson Phillips. Brent Phillips or Brett? Brett. Brett Phillips. Brett Phillips. Of your Kansas City Royals. I'm sorry, I do not play fantasy American League baseball, so I therefore do not know who Brett Brett Phillips. Phillips. Brett Phillips. Brett Phillips. Well, that's interesting. In an echo to now. Brett. Now batting for the Royals, Brett Phillips. 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 Well, he was actually playing the field. Like I usually do when I go out last night at the Rim Cafe. Except there weren't enough chicks in there. But ladies and gentlemen, not a Phillips screwdriver, not Brandon Phillips, not Lauren Phillips. There's a lot of Phillips out there. 
Not a Phillips screwdriver. Number three head or number two head? Which one do you prefer on a Phillips head, Robin? You know, because the number three is the normal Phillips head screw. Is it? And then two is the little smaller one. And you know when you're looking for a Phillips screwdriver and then you get the number three and then there's a small Phillips head and you go like, you son of a bitch, this is not fitting in there. Or, if or the other way around. Or the other way around, if it's a little bit too loose and it just spins. We and don't then you strip the damn screw. And you don't like And then spinners. you got to get out the ball-peen hammer. you got to get out the grinder. Grinder. And then you got to bust up the whole house to get that damn little Phillips screw head out of that thing. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, let's go our play of the night, Robin. Okay. Well, unfortunately, I uh, you have to wait just a second until this commercial is played through. Really, Robin? Really? Really? Really. Are you, are you serious right now? Because that's what they do, you know? So, but here we go. This is Brett Phillips. Brett Phillips. That's, here's a swing, and there's a drive to center field. Oh, my. Let's see this in slow motion. He was like freaking Superman. Even the Atlanta Braves. Everybody's tipping their cap. How do you do that? You just robbed me of extra bases. That's what you do. You come in, he's playing to the opposite field. Half ball on the line. It's going to left. Oh, man. Give him a cape. There it is. Look at that. Look at that. He's like Superman. Oh, that's that's full extension for a white bro. See that frown on his face? The guys, when they do that, they're not happy. They're playing the game. That's a nice breath of fresh air there. I'm going to watch you one more time. Oh, wait, you want to watch it one more time? I already, I already some, got rid of it. I get rid of Brett Phillips. But that, that's was, the only that time was impressive. They don't even mention him in Kansas City. Why are we mentioning? No, that's, you know what? We like to give people credit. Yeah. Every game doesn't have to be, you don't have to show plays from, you know, the Yankees every night. Exactly. Give me a break. You know, Gosh, somebody like does something. I'd like to help you, Peter, but uh, I've got to go out in the hall and chew on the back of my ass for about five minutes. Right, I'll do that after the show. Yes. I got to only have like five minutes. Hey, Brian, you know, you have issues. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... but just because the team sucks doesn't mean that certain players on the team don't do no. amazing things every now and yeah, then. Yeah, even though they and lose, they should the, get love. Just just because they lost ten to two, the Royals exactly. doesn't mean we shouldn't give them some love. Exactly. Jesus. And, and I, I would feel bad for the Kansas City Royals, but it wasn't that long ago they won a World Series and now they suck out loud. But they got the Kansas City Chiefs in the same town, in the same parking lot, right across from the parking lot. They got a football team that is absolutely incredible. So I don't feel bad for him. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> Meanwhile, I got to rip, uh, well, the Phillies last night. I didn't even put the game on. That's how, that's how, we were out. I'd rather have been in the Rim Cafe drinking hot chocolate and deep fried, not even deep fried, oil, the butter, uh, Grand Marnier and orange juice oh, lace. It was like a that's that's like a crepe Suzette. Oh man, was it except good. it was made with uh, cannolis. Cannoli, you know so what a cannoli is. I, crepe Suzette. For those of you, there are crepes like little pancakes. Not that, Suzanne Plachette. No, crepe Suzette mm-hmm. is with the orange juice and the Grand Marnier and butter right. and sugar and all. Exactly. Oh. It's all the real healthy stuff. It's part of your keto diet. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> hey, Tony, I just found something that's very, very interesting. Wait a minute. I didn't I did. finish the story, oh, okay, Robin. you go. You go first. Where was I? 
I was saying instead of watching baseball, I was having the beautiful cannoli. 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 And then when when it sits in that, in the Grand Marnier and the butter and the orange juice and it starts bubbling up and it coats, encapsulates the entire cannoli. And these are the little baby cannolis. And then you take it out. It's too hot to eat initially. You'll burn your mouth off. There is something pretty damn fantastic about about baked cannolis. He doesn't anything baked. People, humans, chicks, half baked, half baked. Good movie. I don't want anything half baked, Robin. It's got to be baked just right. Except your chocolate chip cookies, which were over baked. Don't over bake. Don't half bake. Bake it right. Bake it real good. Those cannolis were phenomenal. And not Native American writer Susan LaFleche, Bob from Valley Forge. I don't know uh, Susan LaFleche. Did she write graphic novels? Pornographic novels? I don't know her. Not Half-Baked Ice Cream by Ben and Jerry's. Have you had the Half-Baked, Robin? Ben and Jerry's. You know, they have I, all these uh, shitty names. Th- that's the one with the cookie dough, right? I don't know. I, I know what Cherry Garcia is. Well, that's my favorite. Wait a minute. Somebody just posted food porn. The site called Food Porn. Mm-hmm. I'm retweeting it right now on Twitter. It has 2.7 million views. It's only 10 seconds, Robin. And you know how I feel about mac and cheese. Oh, or any oh, kind oh, of cheese. Oh, or raclette. Oh, oh, oh. Or gruyere. Any kind ooey, of melty, gooey cheese. ooey gooeyness. I just retweeted it out. I want you to check it out, Robin. Go to Food Porn. But I just uh, retweeted it so everybody can see it if you're on my Twitter feed as well. It's like a gigantic bowl of truffle mac and cheese. And then somebody grabs a brioche roll. I love brioche. Oh. And then they stick it in there, and they make an entire mac and cheese sandwich on a brioche roll. Are you hungry? Are it, you kidding me right now? Is that, is that the problem that look you have this, right Look how thick that is. Oh. oh, man. What is on top of it? Is that blue cheese on top? I don't know what that is. Could be ground up ants. It could be spotted lantern flies that have been uh, met with an untimely death. Tell me, would you like that, Robin, or no? Would you eat that? Well, I'm not going to just stuff it in my face like that. Oh, I, would, I would need man. a fork or no, something. No, I don't want I want that all over. I want that to uh, fall over my geez. face and chin. And I want it dripping down my chest. I want it falling into my crotch and burning my balls. I want that injected into my veins. Do you want it now? I want it now. I want it, If baby. anybody is listening, Tony wants some ooey-gooey, cheesy goodness <laughs> delivered right now, right here. If I had that right now, you know what I would sound like? What? You are nah. crazy, Mike. Anytime somebody posts, posts food porn and it's cheese involved, I mean, look at that. Look at the dripping. Doug McGregor says the burger at Moonshine looks better than that. Yeah, the burgers at Moonshine are great. But they have a ooey, they have their new ooey gooey cheesy goodness one. I know. I haven't had it. I got to get down you there. You know, that would actually be a good name for a burger. I don't think I've ever heard a burger named ooey gooey cheesy goodness burger. There aren't even grilled cheese sandwiches that are called gooey gooey juicy greasy. Ooey like, gooey. Ooey gooey. The ooey gooey burger. Ooh. Ooey. Okay, back right, to baseball. Let's get back to baseball action now. See what happens when food gets in the way, Robin? You know, Tony Luke said it last night in his comedy routine. You know, you can give up alcohol. It's hard. You can give up drugs. It's hard. You can, you give can up cut smoke. it out of your life. You can if... give up smoking. 
It's hard. These are all hard things to get rid of. You can give up a lot of things, but the one thing you can't give up is food. And that's the problem that with people that are addicted to food, like you and I are, you, you can't just stop eating. You can't just say, well, you know, as long as I'm not around food, I'll be okay. Like you can, you can, you can, you can go to detox for pretty much anything else. Except no, there are for people food. who have food issues, and they go and get help. Yeah, but you can't cut it out. No, you can't stop eating. Exactly. You know what I want, Robin? Robin, I thought you were the queen of queen. I wasn't recognizing it up to that point. Anyway, go ahead. Wait, I have to Baseball. give you Baseball. I have to give you one. I'm sorry. Oh, man, I thought we could just float by that one. <laughs> yep, Bob from Valley Forge. Way to stay on the sports topic. Tony's ADD is really coming in. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not breaking. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you an overload of numbers. How's that, Bob? I know I'm not breaking it down. Yes, especially since we're four minutes away from Andrew. And that's when we're going to break it down to levels beyond human comprehension. You understand how this works, Bob? You understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Jesus. But let me get back to baseball here before we get into football again with Andrew Siciliano. Or as I like to call him, Siciliano. And he's not a greaseball, by the way. I want to make that perfectly clear. All right, Robin? Let me get back to baseball now. So the Phillies, as I mentioned, need to win three or four. They lose again last night in our nation's capital where everybody loses. Football teams, members of Congress, the White House, anybody who steps foot in our nation's capital Sadly, is a loser. Even though we were there a couple of weeks ago, we were excluded from the losers because we were just tourists. But John Middleton, the owner of the Phillies, last night, his collar-popped Lacoste golf shirt was not looking very crisp, Robin, as he sat up in the box watching his team. His failed baseball yacht, so to speak, sink to 500 and possibly going down to 500 fathoms by the end of the weekend, Robin. They're taking on water, the Phillies. You like the motif here? It's all based on yachts and boats and sinking ships. Try to follow along, Robin. This was excellent writing by yours truly this morning. 
The bilge pump is broken on his yacht. The sails are tattered. And now, John Middleton's sinking ship is two more losses away from reaching the Titanic in the middle of the Atlantic. And this time, Leonardo DiCaprio will not be up on the bow to try to rescue him or even sing some lame song. Just, as I told you, they need to win three of four just to finish above these small swells in the sea of mediocrity that is Phillies baseball. And anybody who has not seen my shirt today, this pretty much says it all, Robin. I've worn this a couple of times, but never more appropriate than on this Thursday. September, what, 26 now, Robin? Yes. As the great Harry Mays once said, I am pissed off. Actually, I'm not pissed off. You know why? Because we knew after Memorial Day weekend, when many of the Shoebies were just starting to head down the shore to work on their summer tans, that this team was starting to fade into Bolivia, just like they did last year, Robin. Despite being 11 games above 500 at one point, now for the first time this season, they are at the 500 mark at 79 and 79. That's not good, Robin. That is not good at all. I am pissed off. As I get, most people aren't pissed off anymore. We're beyond that. We're waiting for football. Or as uh, my great boss, Matt Nahagan, once said, Let's get it back to the Eagles. But the other side note from tonight's last night's game. Aaron, uh, Aaron, that Bryce Harper guy playing in right field down there in that filthy stadium in the National Park, they were giving him the business. But that's what fans do. And Bryce Harper is used to being booed. He got booed here. The fans were not just booing him or catcalling him or calling him overrated. Or Harper socks. He's heard that all year. He's heard that here. But then in the eighth inning, it took, went to the next level, Robin. In the eighth inning, he says some of those jerk-off fans crossed the line. And so while I always hear about the Philly fans, those sons of bitches in Washington, D.C. crossed the line to the point where his wife, Kayla, had to take to Twitter and proclaim... Stick to overused chanting. If you're really that kind of a loser that goes to a game to heckle someone, Phillies fans might boo him, but they don't bring his four-week-old son into it classless. That's those Washington, D.C. fans for you. And I know a guy who's a Washington fan, some sort of, because he has family in the Beltway area, and there's no way he could defend what the Washington National fans did last night. A, because he probably wasn't paying attention to them, and he's in Green Bay, Wisconsin. He, of course, is, ladies and gentlemen, from the NFL Network, the man, the myth, the legend, the man I know as Andrew Siciliano. What up? Como esta? Uh, yeah, what did, what did I, I, I 
missed it. I was too busy watching the Indians blow it. What, what happened <laughs> with Bryce and No, no, Bryce Harper, he gets heckled in right field, obviously in National Park. He's going to get heckled. He's uh-huh. been heckled every, all year. But last mm-hmm. night, apparently, he really got irked because a couple of the boneheads in the right field uh, section uh, started, I guess, saying stuff about his four de- four-week-old baby. And so that question. Oh, they making fun of the name? Is that it? What was it? I don't. I don't know. He, he, he didn't say. I don't know. It, but but when you bring kids, when you bring players, kids or families into it, you of know, course. you can call a guy overrated. Leave him alone. You can say you suck. And I'm out with everybody. I don't care if it's Bryce Harper. You start talking about people's families, kids, wives. Totally agree. That's ridiculous. Only you and I can keep, do that. Keep family out of it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, the, whatever. I don't know about that, but yes, keep the families out of it. And and Bryce Harper's dead to me after hitting that home run Saturday evening off Oliver Perez. So he's, <laughs> Now all of a sudden you're about the Cleveland Indians bandwagon. Jeepers. Are you all right? I'm fine. I was uh, just eating a, a carrot with hummus before you, we, we came on. And uh, so it's getting getting choked up here. I'm so sorry. Maybe, maybe I, 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 no, seriously, I appreciate you jumping on lunchtime. I know you're getting ready down there in Lambeau. You and Mooch and the gang ready for Thursday. What's the weather in Green Bay? Obviously there's no rain. Oh, it, it looks nice. Well, no. It's beautiful. Two things. Number one, Mooch says you need to come back and do his bocce thing another t- again so he he sent that message number two it's absolutely gorgeous here there's a little bit of fall you know crispness mm-hmm. if you if you would in the air it's like 68 low 60s Aww. it is a chamber of commerce day it is that good it may be it may get down to 49 tomorrow morning at like oh, two in the morning man. will you still it be is, there will you still weather. be there luxuriating in that in nearby appleton wisconsin i I think I have a 545 flight out of here tomorrow. So. <laughs> so did you get one of those Brett Farbold, Green Bay Packer, Vince Lombardi parkas to put over your shoulders mm. as you leave? No, but I, I do think we're going to have, uh, like, brats and cheese curds. And uh, I'm, I'm pushing for, for beer on the set, but I don't know if I'm going to win that. But, yeah, me and Mooch are on at 3 Eastern, and uh, there, will be, there will be a lot of Mooch, Brett Favre, Mike Holmgren storytelling from his days here, things like that, like cutting Kurt Warner, you know, those stories. Yes. What about uh, Fred? Will yeah. you show the, the highlight of the, the greatest moment in Freddie Mitchell's history, the fourth and 26? <laughs> I don't know if that's queued up. <laughs> I don't know. If How can you not have up. that queued up? You're, I, I didn't know you're in Green Bay. That's, that's part of the Eagles lore at, at, at Lambeau Field. Yeah. We then, then maybe we do. Maybe I, I honestly I haven't seen the full rundown. It might be in the rundown. I'm not certain. We, I think we should dig up some old Doug Peterson at his 77 yes. passes thrown as an Eagles backup quarterback and former former Monday radio host Doug Peterson. Yes. You know that when when he was here, he used to do a uh, for two or three years a Monday night radio show at a bar. Wow. Not just like an appearance. He'd do four hours. He'd co-host. Wow, that's what I'm doing right now, yeah. three times a week. I mean, here I am at the end of my career doing bar appearances, and here's Doug Peterson already with a Super Bowl in his belt, and he'll be on NFL Network again tonight. And, of course, he will uh, – just don't run the Andy Reid pass, punt, and kick video again. It's no, until, no, until, no, until the Chiefs, until the Chiefs are back on. You can do that every time the Chiefs play. I think we have a picture of Mooch and Andy Reid uh, at a steakhouse when they were uh, living together, working together. Not living together. I don't think they were living together then, but working together here in Green Bay. I think Andy Reid ate a 37-pound steak or something. We have a picture of that. Oh, beautiful, man. Yeah. Beautiful. 
the great Andrew Siciliano. He is in Green Bay going live at 3 o'clock. So you're two hours away. Are you nervous yet? Are you excited? What do you, what's the mood? Uh, I'm in a trailer outside the stadium. Uh, uh, yeah, it's good. We got a little spread here. Got some uh, cheeses and uh, some meats. Mooch is getting makeup. Colleen Wolf as well. Oh, say hi to uh, Colleen. You know, she's my homegirl, you know. I know, I know. They're in the other room. Yeah. By the way, no, she's doing Thanks. a great job on the set on Thursday nights. Tremendous. Absolutely. I remember Absolutely. her when she was like a young Andrew Siciliano. Just a young pup. Just uh, just just learning the, 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 the intricacies of the big lights, the bright lights of Hollywood, my friend. The uh yeah, how to uh how to make it in this business. <laughs> how we 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 are I've learned it from you. As I always like to say, it's like that old PSA where, where like the guy comes into the, his kids, his kids' room, and he and he's got the cigar box of the stuff he found. And I don't mean drugs, but that was the PSA, right? You don't I've mean like the penthouse and, like, and the play, and the penthouses and the playboys. The kid looks. The kid looks at him and goes, "I learned it from you, Dad. I learned it from you." And whenever anyone says to me, "Well, you know, where, where'd you learn to do that in this business?" I say, "I learned it from Bruno." No, yeah, I don't, I don't, you don't have I mean, the last time we were together at the Super Bowl, you pretty much admitted that any time you would say something good about me, you would turn to your friends and say, what an asshole. Is no, that not I the fact? I did not say that. <laughs> You're making that up. You're totally making that up. Here's what I said. Here's what I said. I said everybody, and I mean this in only the most endearing way. There's a preface. Everybody has a crazy uncle, right? Uh-huh. Okay, like that crazy uncle that, that sneaks you the six pack and, and, and gets you into the club and maybe has the, the, the cable box that gets all the channels. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That was you. You were my crazy uncle. <laughs> and I mean that in the most endearing way. Just as long as you're not comparing me to like Joe Biden. I haven't gotten to that level where no, I don't remember no, anything no. anymore. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. no. I'm not that, I, I am saying. You were the, but, but it wasn't just that, but you also learned important life lessons. Exactly. There isn't a day that goes by where I don't use one of your broadcasting lessons on the air, one of which is nobody cares about you, meaning the person who's talking, because if you want to bitch and moan, if I could say that, about, oh, it's cold at the stadium, oh, the, there's the, the food sucks at the press box, great. The person you're talking to would much rather be in that press box or in those stands with the bad food and the bad weather than sitting on their couch. Exactly. I, I, in fact, I do yeah. it as a joke now every week when I talk to somebody at the stadium. I'll say, what's the spread like today? How many media people are bitching about the spread today at the, at the, at the stadium as you're an hour and a half before kickoff? Well, let me tell you about the spread right here. So we're in, the, we're in our trailer. We, uh, we, got, uh, we got some uh, bruschetta. We got some fruit. We got some breads. We have meats and cheeses, as I said. There's hummus, carrots, uh, celery, uh, sodas, and Gatorades. Oh, and there's a Keurig here as well. And Mooch is standing here. Mooch, Mooch, Mooch. Yes. And Holler at Mooch for me. Holler at Just tell him to yell my name out so I can feel like he still cares. Hold on. What, get, Tony says, can you yell his name out? Hey, Tony, Tony Bruno, when are you going to come back to the boxing tournament and do a play-by-play? Is it June again? It's June, right? Say again, Tony? Is it, it's in June, right, Mooch? I can't hear you very well. Is it June hey, or May? Say, I know it's always around it's June, June, early June. So on Wednesday, we need you back, all right? 21 uh, I, years now. I promise you I will be there this year. I prom- Well, next year it'll be 2020. 
I promise that I will be there as <laughs> long as you practice. let me know. You know what? You better I'm, practice. You're not very good. I'm gonna. This is Miss Robin. I'm gonna put it on our calendar right now. What's the date? You have the date right. locked in? Well, I don't have it. It's like June fourth, whatever that Wednesday in the first week of June is. I don't know what it is. Uh, is it going right to be in here. Livermore or Los Gatos? Livermore. Okay. You know, with all the grapes around it and everything, oh, and man. yeah. Killing me, Steve. So you you need a player. You can do play by play. Whatever you want. Wait a minute. I won the championship the last time I played in it. Yeah, well, you were on a good team. That's why. You were like the Achilles heel, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give you back to the other Italian. We had an Italian uh, pregame show here today. Exactly. Hey, great great to talk to you, Steve. We'll talk to you down the line. There he is, the great <laughs> Steve Mario. Jeez. That's awesome. All right, let me get back to Andrew. I know you got the hummus. Hey, I, I'm here. I'm I, here. I'm I know here. you want to get – it sounds like you're, you're – what do you have – what do you have, rabbits on the staff that you're bringing in all of these, like, rabbit food items? I, 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 it's, it's a fantastic-looking spread. What do you want? <laughs> we're going we're, we're to get the brats when we're out on the set later. I want to see, yeah. see meat smoking on a grill. I want to see, and you know, oh, you've, oh, been, you, you've been to Lambo a lot. The greatest Mo- parking lot. Mooch is crashing a tailgate later. Not, oh. not to give up the entire show, but Mooch is crashing a tailgate You later. got to. I, I've been saying this forever. We've been, you and I have been a lot of places. There's no friendlier better tailgate anywhere in the NFL. I know there's a lot of great ones, but you go to Green Bay, you can even, I wore a Harold Carmichael jersey, and those fans were embracing me. The brats are going. I mean, it's just a phenomenal vibe there, man. Let me say this about Lambeau. For those who haven't been here, and I know Bears fans probably hate it. That's a different thing. But this is uh, our Fenway. This is our Wrigley. This is the place in the NFL, the stadium where you walk in and just go, all right, I get it. Like, this is unbelieving, believable. And, yes, it does extend to the parking lot. It's the entire town. It's everyone here. It's, there is something about Green Bay that is just different. It's the size of the town. It's the friendliness of the people. It's the history of the team. It's the history of the building. I mean, this building was opened in, what, 57? So Soldier Field is older, but the Bears didn't play at Soldier Field for the first half of the century. So this is the oldest building that has been continually used by a team. And um, this place is unlike any other. If you haven't come here, just come here for a game once. I know. I should have been there for tonight's game, man. I should have. I failed again. And the Eagles play the Packers every year, it seems. But this year they're in Green Bay, and it's an outrage. Outrage. All right, Andrew, let's, uh, before, I, I, wanna, I really appreciate it. I want to get a couple quick thoughts. Obviously, yeah, the Eagles are banged up. You know, people are deciding, and I know you guys will talk about it. You know, is this a must-win for the Eagles if they go one and three? Are they in deep, deep trouble? Um, well, they get the Jets next, so I don't know if it's super trouble. Um, but this one would certainly help. I don't know how they come in here and win. I mean, they are so banged up. But Doug Peterson's 4-0 in prime time the last couple of years, so he does have that going for him. He has found a way. They can't start as slowly as they have the last couple games. I mean, they can't fall behind 17 to nothing, whatever it was, to a bad Redskins team week one, or they fell behind last week. Whatever this team has in the second half, they need to find in the first half, because the Packers are the opposite. The Packers score in the first half and not in the second half. So they're kind of a mirror image that way. They just can't start slowly, and if they find a way to pull this out with all their injuries and with three healthy corners, um, or corners that you've heard of, um, more power to Doug Peterson. Yeah, and the Packers' defense has really been the surprise. I know I keep seeing it. I've been watching all these games, and, you know, they're, they're still not in sync totally on their offense, but they're getting better every week with Matt LaFleur and, you know, and Rodgers. But the bottom line is their defense has been playing lights out with, with Mike Patton, another Philadelphia-area guy. 
their defense is carrying Aaron Rodgers in the offense. I mean, for now, they're three and zero. They've survived. I mean, if you look at their offensive numbers and you, you go back to July and say these will be the offensive numbers through three games, you would have said there's no way they're three and zero. But they're three and zero, and they're they're two and zero in division, which is even bigger. Yep. Andrew Siciliano, almost ready to get back to the hummus, the carrots, the chia seeds, and all of the other assorted meats and cheeses. As Kenny Mayne would say, bring us your finest meats and cheeses, as you well remember. Yes, they have, done, they, they have done that. There are many smoked meats here. Now, Andrew, we have somebody here on, on the Twitch comment board saying, Clark, uh, Clarky Bob saying, I'm 200 miles away in Minnesota, and I can hear the Packer fans in Green Bay sucking down their brandy old fashions in their weekly pregame ritual. Exactly. God, there's, there's nothing like it. And the other thing, too, is when I landed here yesterday, I looked up at the, the big board in the small airport, and um, now there's one flight to Atlanta. But other than that, I think there's two flights to Atlanta a day. But other than that, every single flight out of this airport only goes to an NFC North town. Wow. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, How no, it, I'm, I'm saying it is just a sense of football community. That's my, that, that, that's my thing. You're making, you're making me well up, Andrew. I, I didn't want it to really become this melancholy. I mean, it's, it is. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's Mecca. It's the NFL Mecca, is it not? It, it is. It's not. It's like Canton, but different. Do you face the north end zone or the south end zone? Uh, like we do at Mecca. You know, you have to space the uh, direction. Right, right now I'm standing in a loading dock. <laughs> <laughs> One guy says uh, on our Twitch, by the way, good morning, Andrew. Well, it's actually yeah, afternoon. Good, morning. <laughs> yeah, we, good afternoon. We just had a guy drive by on a forklift. Beautiful, so, man. You don't get that anywhere yeah. else. You're not getting that on any uh, other pregame show. Yeah. I'll be doing another extended pregame show later on tonight up in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, which is not like Lambeau Field in any way, shape. I need a prediction, Andrew. I know you're not supposed to do this. Okay. No, I can do it. Who do you sure. like? Uh, I'm going to say uh, I'm gonna say Green Bay. I don't think it's a high-scoring game. I think it's, uh, I'll say Green Bay 24-17. 24-21, I don't know, something like that. I need a specific number. I don't need uneducated guesses or educated guesses. Well, I mean, guesses are guesses. I'll say 24-21. All right. So the Eagles cover the number then. So that's – that's. Uh, that, I remember, what, what is the number? I have no idea. It's like four Seriously, points, but it's know. funny. Back in the day before everybody okay. could talk about gambling on TV and on SportsCenter, you know, Boomer would do – Chris Bradman would do the – he put the final score – basically knowing that everybody knew that the number was and that he right. was basically telling you to take the team and with the points if they were, it was a big score and the number. You know what I'm saying. Now we yeah. can all say that. Now we can say that on every network, speaking, everywhere on earth. We can speak it. You don't have to speak in code. I just, yeah, that's what I would do. By the way, do you have a fantasy team? I'd like to know. Of course I do. Of course I do. <sighs> it helps me stay up on things, you know? I hate to do it to you, man. I got to give you one of these. Okay. I, we have we have a league uh, we have a league uh, like with the other hosts that like they kind of make us do on NFL.com. That Michael Fabiano is commissioner of, and I have one with my friends. But honestly, the one with my friends that I've had for like twenty years, um, no one pays anymore, and uh, no one really cares anymore. But we still do it because it's kind of tradition. No, I'll yeah? give you no, I'll give you credit for this. This you have to know all these players in the league. Like, I don't have to know who the third-string tight end is in Seattle anymore, you know, because I'm not doing a network well, they show. Just Luke, they just re 
re-signed Luke Wilson. Oh, they did? Yeah. I did not know with, that. With two, with two L's, Luke Wilson. Yes. I don't they know traded why Nick Vanette. Nick Vanette, that's right. They traded him yeah. to uh, who, the Jets or the Giants? I forgot. Uh, they, they traded him. Nick Vanette to the Steelers in exchange for a five. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You don't get this there kind of break. I saw Vanette earlier. I just didn't remember where he went. Ladies and gentlemen, well, put your hands together. Okay, Will Disley. Yeah. Say hi to Colleen. I'll be watching you later, and then uh, hopefully we get – are you coming to Philly at all this year or what? We do not have a game in Philly this year. We do have a game in Baltimore, which is Philly adjacent. That's yeah, almost two hours. Eh, that's, the closest we're, that's the closest we are. That game's in December. Yeah. That'll be a little nipply. It'll be a little nipply down there, but that's still a nice ride. Yes. Andrew well, Siciliano, ladies an and gentlemen, ride. the greatness that is. <laughs> NFL Network's own. You still doing Red Zone on DirecTV? Yes, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Beautiful, man. Thank you, brother. Good to talk to you, man. Good night now. Good night now. Rack that guy. Andrew Siciliano, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, in the trailer. You don't get trailer talk very much, except if you're in the South and you, or you have some relatives who live in Jersey. Chances are they got a trailer in their backyard. Not that there's anything wrong with that, Robin. I'd like to have a trailer up on blocks in my backyard again, but I don't have a backyard. I can't even put my, my fish on, a, on, on top of sticks in the trailer. Did you ever have a trailer in the backyard, Robin, of any of the properties? Wait, 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 wait. I'm still trying to wrap my brain around fish on top of sticks. Well, you know, everybody's got, like, a broken-down car, and they put it up on milk crates. I should have said not sticks. But no, actually, our, our, our koi pond is on top of sticks. It's on top of a platform, a, a platform that Robin built with her own hands <laughs> and power tools. Yes, I, I, I do work well with power tools. I'm busting Andrew's chops about the red zone. I know he's still doing it. Are you serious, Dean? You think that was a serious question? Now, speaking of nipplage, yes, um, and and where things are cold, <laughs> I have a very interesting map so that people can get an idea of where in the United States is a reflective temperature based on other places in the world. So look at like I know, like down south, it's really hot again. It's in right, the nineties, right? So. So here is, if you were trying to think of, you know, what type of temperature Copenhagen is, or Amsterdam, or Brussels, or Barcelona. Are you basing this on latitude and longitude yes. and changes of attitude, yes. changes of latitudes? So here's the map of the United States. I have a little, I have the globe right here. Map of the United States, and it shows what latitude other cities in the world are compared to our own cities. So, for example... Is this traffic and weather together on the 8s? Did you know, Tony Bruno, that where we are right now, mm-hmm. Philadelphia... I need more light. ...is approximately the same latitude as Naples, Florida. I mean, Naples, Italy. Italy. Italy well, all you got to do is follow the, uh, the latitude. you got to follow... Uh, I can't see, though. I need, I need more light... Or better glasses. And here's something that I, like the latitude of Amsterdam mm-hmm. and Brussels, that's up in Canada, eh? Yeah, eh? I did not, I didn't, for some reason I thought Amsterdam and Brussels would have been farther south. And so right now in Minnesota, 
we're talking about uh, Lausanne and Belgrade areas. Did you know that? I know it. But does anybody really un- does anybody look at the map? I mean, nobody even knows where these where the latitudes are, where the equator is. You know how I know where the equator is on this globe? <laughs> because there's a big black line. Because that's where they glue the globe together with a black piece of tape right perfectly in the middle of it. That's, that's really why handy. it's called the equator. That's See, really- I think the, the, above this black line on my beautiful globe here, thanks to K-Bri, that means that's north of the equator. And then below this black line, I feel like Mr. Wizard. I feel like Bill Nye, the fake science guy. And anything below this black line right here, boom, that's below the equator. And anything on this line, your ass is getting fried. Now, here's something that yeah. I find incredibly interesting. Houston. <laughs> Houston is like Kuwait City. In which way? <laughs> <laughs> it's, in the, it's the same latitude as Kuwait City. Speaking of that, I need to change my latitude wiper blades on the one side of the front of my car because there's, they're streaking a little bit now. And you hate that. Let's talk hemispheres, ladies. I'm looking for hemispheres. I'm looking for your latitude. I want to know your GPS coordinates. I want to know where you stand la- on the uh, latitude and longitude. You know, that's what they put on social media when you, when you put down where you live. They don't put down what city you live. They put down your actual GPS coordinates. That's how all these location finder things on your phones, uh-huh. they're, looking up your, they're not looking up your address or your zip code. They're looking up your latitude and longitude, Robin. Did you know that? They're looking up your GPS coordinates, just like we do when we go in there and bomb some sons of bitches, criminals in other countries. It's all done by GPS. I want to thank Mr. GPS for getting it pinpoint so that when we go in, we go in, boom, blow those sons of bitches up. Well, Clarky Bob points out then, and this is he's absolutely correct, that um, Minnesota is colder than the equal latitude in Europe since Minnesota is far a? away from the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans. That a? is absolutely true. The, that's one of the reasons why the Netherlands, rather than being as colder in the winter, is much more rainy because it's right there by the ocean. And there's your Jack you weather forecast this <laughs> afternoon, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Go. All right. Jersey dude, 1966, says he's currently in Brigantine, New Jersey, and still, just like me, every time I go there, have visions of the beautiful Brigantine Castle Amusement Pier, which is long, long gone, Robin. It's just not the same for me when I go to Brigantine. No? Looking for Brigantine Castle. When did it go away? It burned down. Oh, that was a couple years ago. I told you, yeah, a long time ago. I told you the story. I played the theme song. I played the commercial on the air. Yes, and they played that uh, organ song. What is, I always forget the name of the organ uh, dirge that they play yeah. in there. Uh, it's a funeral dirge, right? Yes. Da, 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 no. Yep. Now i got to find that, Rob. What's that called? Okay, you keep talking, I'll find you it. You look it up. Now, Big Money by Rush is my theme song. Now, I don't use any of those hokey... Uh, Theme songs, you know, when it comes to making selections. By the way, I will have my Mr. Thursday Night. His perfect record is on the line tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Thursday Night. We'll post the pick, and then we'll release it as well. I'm not going to release it right now, but I will post it at thepropsnetwork.com. The, T-H-E, Props, P-R-O-P-S, Network, 
NFL.com. That's where my picks will be posted every single Monday, Thursday, and the Sunday selections will be posted by Friday afternoon. No more of this five minutes to one and you get the picks. And then you're frantically running around trying to get Nunzio or Guido or Alfonso. The outside music at Brigantine Castle was the Toccata and Fugue in D minor. Oh, I had some of that last night at the Rim Cafe. Bach. Toccata and Fugue in D minor. Only the first three minutes of the song were used, and it would continuously loop on an eight-track cart. Love eight tracks, man. Wish I had mine. And this... Right, there's a commercial. Here we go. No, you ready? This is, this is from Castle Dracula. Now, just let me play the original. Yeah. Get down on that organ, baby. version ever, Rob. Okay, okay. Just put, put, pump me up here, so to speak. This is the greatest one. some kind of a episode. Is it just me or does Tony look like orgasmic? You gotta you you gotta get into the mindset when you play this. Or or he looks like he's farting, I agree. This is my favorite part. If you ever watch somebody playing the organ with this, it's oh, so yeah. awesome because they're like doing all the knobs. I usually do all the knobs feet. when I'm playing with my organ too. <laughs> it should go into heavy rotation as we get closer to Halloween. Yes. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Burton Gus, I hear this in my head whenever I see Pelosi on screen. Both horrify me. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta uh, say that because that's the, 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 you know, the Brigantine Castle one, but this one is the greatest version ever recorded. It was recorded inside a major, major place where it has an organ and there's no people talking in the background. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this guy says Bach, halt mein Bier. What does that mean? Halt, halt mein Bier. Halt, um, that means hold my beer. Oh. Speaking of get Germans Bach, and beer. Bach, hold my beer. <laughs> Speaking of Germans and beer, yes, we have we have a. This is troubling news, ladies and gentlemen. This is really troubling news, ladies and gentlemen. 
Just when you thought we've had enough diseases and ailments to talk about. And thanks to the Jersey Shore, the Kardashians, and many other irresponsible people, promiscuous, filthy sluts, we now have so many more germs and diseases. But this is one that really, really, really is a shocker to me. Let's go to your desk and your correspondent, Miss Robin. The Germans have done it again. Did they bombed Pearl Harbor? No. But the Germans, you know, they make good stuff. Yes, well, they do. in this particular case, the German courts have done something and have done the worldwide drinkers a favor by giving an excuse to employees around the world. They have ruled that hangovers are a disease. Wait a minute. Yep. Hangovers are a disease? The Higher Regional Court of Frankfurt has made the decision in a case against an unnamed company that sold anti-hangover products. And the ruling that handed down was just when the Oktoberfest was starting. So, of course, coincidence? I think not. It is already. It's already Oktoberfest, by the way, in Germany, even though we don't start it till October. They started in September. Yes, but what they have what they have said is that any minor disturbance in the body's normal functioning is considered an illness. What? So hangovers, which manifest as headaches, nausea, and exhaustion, besides all the regret and all the other things that come with it, um, for booze, dictate. Deviate, excuse me, deviate from the bodily norm. Therefore, the court has ruled that the hangover is an illness. Of course it's an illness. But it's not a disease. It's an illness and a disease. It's not a disease. An illness is not necessarily a disease. They do not occur as a result of the natural up and downs of the body, but as a result of... Um, a harmful substance, the company then cannot claim that its powders and shots can cure hangovers. Everybody thinks they have a hangover cure. Yeah, but because they can't cure it, that means that there is, it is a disease. It is something that your body cannot get over um, by taking a pill. Therefore, you can call in sick. So it's basically giving people another excuse who are going to go out, get shit-faced, Drunk, high, mm-hmm. and then wake up with a hangover, which many people do, not all the time, and then they get up the next morning, sort of like Eagle fans last Sunday night after they lost that game on national television. You don't think they wanted to call in sick? Yeah. Oh, I've wanted to so call now, in sick. Wait a minute. <laughs> now, that, there's no way that happened. Now, I agree with the bullshit stories. That you take this stuff yeah. and before you go out and drink, and it's, you're not going to get a hangover. Does any of that shit work? No. Nope, nope, nope. Um, There is hope for you young greenhorns who do not know how to drink properly, though. Um, Eating foods rich in vitamin A, potassium, and zinc can replace lost nutrients that the alcohol has stopped your body from absorbing. I'm going to put that to the test tonight at Screwballs. As you know, when Harry and I get together on Thursday nights up there in King of Prussia, Uh uh-huh. We get the vodka crayons flowing early yes, and, and often. often. Now, Harry last week, to his credit, stuck with the beer 
in the German tradition of Oktoberfest. Yes. Because I don't believe they drink vodka crans in Germany. Do they? I'm, I'm playing some polka music in honor of Oktoberfest. This sounds like the South Philly String Band. Well, there are a lot of similarities, Tony Bruno. This is... This is what I'm playing right now is Lichtensteiner Polka by Six Fat Dutchmen. <laughs> oh, I love Six Fat. I prefer Six Fat Dutch Chicks. That's actually what the, the Six Fat Dutchmen is what this is called. So, Oktoberfest, yo. You know what I'm ready for, Robin? What are you Locktoberfest. Locktober. Yeah, Tony. Not Crab Fest. You there's a lot not of pressure. Not Hoagie Fest. There's a lot of pressure on you for your picks tonight because yeah, four, I got a four and all record on the yeah. line. So uh do you already know where you're leaning? I know that you're gonna be releasing. I'm gonna be them. leaning a lot uh, probably left tonight after I have a couple cocktails. Now your locks are going to be released not during the show. They are gonna be released shortly thereafter. Which show? This show? Yes. Yes, I already said that, Robin. I'm, I'm a few moments ago. I know, and I'm I'm rehashing. Let's rehash. Um, they will be released via thepropsnetwork.com, and then all of your social media: your website, TonyBrunoShow.com, uh, Twitter, Instagram, blah blah blah, all those locations. Exactly. Scrapple Joe says I'm marinating on the Props Network right now. Aton likes fit six fat duchies. Not. <laughs> Aton will not be there tonight, but Harry Mays will be in the house in King of Prussia tonight, Robin. Yes, sir, Rebob. I do not like White Claw. They don't even sell White Claw in most bars. I need one more now. I need one more uh, polka song, Robin. One more polka song? Okay. No, a German. That doesn't have to be polka because polka is not really German. It, there's a lot of it's Polish. Here, this is a good uh, sing-along song, Tony. Oh, good. I love sing-along songs. Here's the good old beer, drink your dog, drink your dog. Here's the good old beer, drink your dog, drink your dog. Oh, here's the good old beer, for it makes you feel so clear. Here's the good old beer, drink your dog. Drinking song. It was. You know what a good, good drinking song is, Robin? What? Every song. <laughs> <laughs> Here's to good old whiskey drinker down, drinker down. <coughs> I don't think I've heard that one. No, that's a good one, Robin. I may have to be put in the heavy rotation. Yeah. Here's to good old beer drinker down, drinker down. And as I mentioned earlier today, Robin, you know we love our audience. And we thank everybody who always throws in some bits. K-Bride96, 
throwing a couple at us today. <laughs> I'm sorry. Deke Conrad, that was my wedding song. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, that's funny. But this is what I always like to say, Robin, is we slow it down just a little bit. Oops. Get the damn polka crap out of my way. Well, that's what you're playing. I know, I'm not playing that. I hit yeah. something else. No, so you did you, not. Here it is. Here's the song, Robin. Zalman 75, I'm late. Please have mercy, oh great one. Let's go back to Brenda to the Holloway, show. baby. Every little bit hurts. Every little bit hurts. See, it's every little bit every helps. Every night I cry, every night I sigh, every night I wonder why you treat me cold. got a drumming debate going on in the stream chat. Now, this is a great slow jam from back in the day, Rob. Remember this song, Robin? Every little bit hurts. You know Except really, on this show, every little bit helps. You know what really, really hurts? And I'll play this. There's no audio. There is no audio to this, Tony. But this is my update as to why it is always, always why you should always, always wear a helmet. Tony, are you ready for the most amazing? Thank God he was wearing a helmet not once but twice in two seconds. Was it a bad helmet or a dark helmet? Or just a helmet. This is this is a guy on a scooter. Scooter. That whose helmet saved his life not once but twice. So people out there, this is why you need to wear a freaking helmet. Well, let me, I, let uh, me get the helmet, update music ready. A Robert. helmet saved my life. Well, last night a DJ saved my yeah, life, but but a helmet saved my life. I have a scar, but I I I still have my head. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to your helmet desk. And speaking of bad helmet, here she is. Yes. Now, I'm not sure what country this is. Um, I don't recognize the license plate, but I have a feeling it's it's in it's Europe. It's either it's Euro trash, Italy basically. or somewhere. But uh, let me play this video, and you will see. Tony, can you see? Yes, I've seen it. So there's a car pulling out, and oh, and a guy was so going now, by in a scooter. Now, wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, Boom. the human blocker charge, as Rex Chapman would say on Twitter. freaking believable. So the helmet first saved his life there. I mean, he's got some road rash. And then, Boom. oh, my So let me God. explain for people who can't see it. So it's a road. It's a two-lane street somewhere in Europe. And a guy with a little crappy white car who's in the right-hand lane starts pulling out of the spot and getting into the left lane, or at least leaking into the left lane. And in that same left lane... Some dude on a scooter or a cycle comes riding by, and obviously the car clips it. Yeah. The bike turns sideways and slides into a light pole, and the guy crashes into the light pole, then only to get up and have the light pole then fall down fall. directly on top of his head. I Ladies mean, and gentlemen, look who's there. Look who's at Green Bay, has left the trailer, and is now on the set on the field at Lambeau Field. Andrew Siciliano, ladies and gentlemen. 
on a beautiful day for football. And you see who's uh, hosting the show leading into those guys, Robin. Hold on. I'm going to. Matt Money Smith. Yeah, I did. I Matt saw that. Matt Money Smith. I, I know them. I know him. I know them. No, you saw that video. So Not Helmut Kohl, no, the former West German chancellor. That's great. So there's, Helmut there's Kohl the, knowledge. the fabulous Steve Mariucci, Mooch, and Andrew Siciliano. You can see them there. Beautiful, man. Playing on our screen in the background. And Now, if you're an insurance adjuster, as Burton Gus points out astutely, you send that video, because, you know, it's obviously an overhead surveillance video. It wasn't the guy on the scooter right. or the guy in the car. Who's at fault there, Robin? Whose fault was that actually? That was the car, as far as I can see. The car pulled out without checking who checking was coming in the next lane. Checking who was coming in the lane. But the car looked like it was stopped at first and then started going. Oh. So shouldn't the guy on the right lane not automatically when he's in that lane? Because he wasn't moving when I saw the video, how it starts. Can you play it one more time, Robin? Yes. I want to see if the car was moving all along and then tried to go into the left lane from the right lane. Because we see this all the time. People leak into another lane when they're driving because they're on their phone or something. So here's the, uh, okay, the, well, this is the end of it. The guy gets hit. Wow. Luckily, he got hit with the thinnest part of the pole, not the thick part. See, I think he's pulling out of that driveway, and he just wasn't paying attention. That, yeah. that motorcycle was already coming. Oh, and then the uh, pole comes. Down comes the pole. Dude. Yeah, that that guy, he was either pulled over on the side of the street or whatever, and he just pulls out without checking at all. The motorcycle swerved to get out of the way and then ran into the light pole. I mean, there's no way that that guy Dean came says up. it's nobody was at fault. That's the way he drives all the time anyway, and that shit just happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's funny because you, you, you show people that video, and they will have different opinions. Yeah. See, we already got, oh, it's the car's fault. No. D. Conrad says motorcycle needs to yield. No, not you can't. If, you're if you're already, already in the there, lane, you're already there, and you're, you're in already, that lane, if left you're lane. Going, if you're going the speed limit and you're already there, then the car needs to pay attention to exactly. what you can't just pull out without looking to see who's I'm coming. I'm putting this on the car. The car pulls out, and the guys, the guy was already in motion. My point is, even if the car is coming out of a driveway. He wasn't making the immediate sharp right that he needed to make to go into the right direction. Right. He was like halfway out, already turned, and then decides to keep going out after he stops when he pulls out of the driveway. Because, again, he wasn't in motion. And then all of a sudden, as he starts going into motion and leaking into the left lane, that's when the motorcycle, who was already in motion, hits him or runs into the guy. And then the motorcycle bears the brunt of it because the guy slides Luckily, he had his helmet on because the impact of his head, he or she, I think it's a he, but I, don't, I, don't, I can't really tell. The helmet hits the ground first, which is going to cause major damage if he doesn't have a helmet. But then when he gets up and the pole falls on oh. him and hits him square in the top, he's dead without a helmet. Oh, yeah. He's dead without He's a dead helmet. without a helmet, and no matter what, he has one hell of a headache. Damn. It was worse than my headache yesterday, I'm damn sure. So that was only one lane? Now I'm getting people saying it was I, one lane. I, well, those those lanes are always questionable in in, uh, in Europe. You never know exactly what's going on. <laughs> but Because it was one lane, the person in the motorcycle needs to yield. Uh, I don't, I don't know, know about it. If the, if the motorcycle's already on the road moving, why would he have to yield? 
if somebody's pulling out of a driveway. I agree, Tony Bruno. I'm just trying to be fair. I don't, I don't you know, listen, I had a scooter. I'm not going to side with the scooter because I had a scooter that was ripped off in our crime-infested city of Philadelphia without any perpetrators who were caught on tape ever being arrested. Now, Tony. Yes. Because we have it short, this is uh, one more update, and it is a, this is a live look at, uh, not a live look, at, this is a look at Tony Bruno when he was a little boy playing the drums. We have tape? If he were uh, um, black. I do have Sicilian roots. Yeah, if, if he had been a little bit darker in complexion, this would have been Tony. <laughs> But it is the I cutest. Can, I can get dark without putting on blackface like the uh, governor uh, no, of Virginia. No, you can. You can. You can. Like you the d- governor of Virginia. All you or, need to or, do is go out um, and be out in the sun for a little while, and you do it. Very, 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 very dark. Dark and lovely, actually. Five, oh, this is man. five-year-old boy. not playing where it's supposed to. You're, you're, and you're five years old this now. This is on Last Ellen. time you were here, yeah. you were four. Now you've, you've turned five. How is it being five? It was great. Yeah? What did you do <laughs> for your birthday? Um, I went to Legoland, and, I, and I, um, I went on two roller coasters, and I went on some race cars. Oh, wow. That sounds like a fun birthday. And you started kindergarten, right? This yeah. is also How totally like a Tony Bruno thing. Great. Really good. All right, the last time you, you, uh, you did a song by Lenny Kravitz called Fly Away, right? Uh-huh. And then what, what are you doing today? Um, Another... I'm going to go my way, but you could call it, I'm going to go my way. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'll call it then. That's, That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. That's okay. Oh, what a do you want some kid. more water? All righty. <laughs> so let's say you're doing... That's the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted. <laughs> wow. Why is it disgusting? L.A. water? What's wrong with it? Nothing. All right. It's just a joke. I see. <laughs> I'm so bad at humor. I never know. <laughs> Never know what a joke is. All right, you're going to do another Lenny song, right? Yeah. All right, head on over. Okay, Tony's ready. This is going to be a drum off <laughs> between the five-year-old and Tony Bruno. Give him the thumbs up. Fast forward just a little bit. Big Tony finish. So he's getting to the end of it here. He doesn't even hold the sticks right. Hold on. So he's so Lenny Kravitz is his favorite favorite artist, right? Oh, Lenny walks out. Look at that face! <laughs> and he keeps playing. 
I love Lenny Kravitz. How awesome is that? <laughs> What's up? You are amazing. Thanks. You know, I'm a big fan. Yeah. I've been watching you. Thanks. He didn't know you. You didn't even know that Lenny was here, did you? No. We kept it very quiet, so this is a big surprise. Thanks, Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not only do you get Lenny Kravitz to come out here and surprise you, but we know you like Spider-Man as well, so we got you some gifts, okay? Thanks. All right. You're welcome. Ah. A brand new car! Oh, no, no, he didn't. I think he just got Yeah. yeah. Look at his face. <laughs> wow. What is it? All I right, can't we'll see. Be right back. I think it's like. Hi, I'm Andy. Ellen like asked me to remind you to subscribe and to her. The, uh, the I couldn't pillow. see the... I think it's like pillows and sheets and toys. Oh, all the like Spider Man. The Legos and all sorts of Spider Man stuff. Very, very cool. Beautiful. And Joe Corrado. I think ends it properly with this tweet that he just posted this last hour. Do unsolicited dick pics start getting shorter after the first day of fall, like the days, asking for a friend? That's the kind of deep thinking that we love on Twitter. John's from Abington. I can't believe I even watched half of that shit. What shit? The kid on, on Ellen? Oh, oh, no, no, no. John's from... I should look up to the previous... Uh, comment that he made. Tony, did you see that Twitch legend Ninja was the first one eliminated no! from the Masked Singer? I didn't see because I was on the Masked Singer, the local version, yesterday. Yes, yes. I wasn't eliminated, But though. yes, Ninja was underneath the donut, the sp sprinkled donut. Oh, he was in, I, so he should have gone and the was, egg. And Well, the egg was Johnny Weir, and he was eliminated as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. I That's think a weird egg right there, I'll tell you that right now. So Johnny Weir Got eliminated? Well, that's not a dancing company. It's singing. And they don't lip sync. They actually sing. Yeah. Right? And then they have to do He actually have sounded to pretty good. Johnny Weird was. You were watching it, Robin? I only saw the clip of oh, the Okay, elimination. I didn't see it. I didn't um, How did you see it? We're out in a bar last night. We're out at the Greg Rim Cafe. No, I, saw, I saw it. It was in the research I was doing this morning. But, you know, the, the, it, was, it wasn't bad. The um, So, Tony, for those of you who watched, did the egg. Uh, he was the egg on Fox 29 yesterday morning. And I, I, I thought my singing, I baffled the judges. They did not know who I was. Now, did they figure out it was Ninja? Because you have to, the way you lose yeah, is they that did. they know, they guess who they you did. are. They figured it out. But wait a minute, do they ever not guess who the person is? Uh, I guess they have, right? If, the, if they yeah, don't guess they who don't the person guess. is, then the person moves on to the next round? Hold on a second. Let me pull up the mask singer. Yeah, that kid Where was phenomenal, though, man. I, when you see five-year-old, six-year-old kids like that who are just so incredibly smart and Where's funny and get it at that young of an age, that's great parenting right there. That is just phenomenal parenting to have a young man like that, that sharp, that cordial, egg? that gracious. It's awesome. I have to show you the egg, considering the fact that the egg was also eliminated, and it was actually not bad at all. Doug McGregor says, I'll take the kid against Tony when they go head-to-head -head in Guitar Hero. So two judges guessed correctly that it was Ninja. Yeah. I'm sure they because we won't have to do any, uh, any uh, uh, what do you call it, telethons 
to help Ninja raise money. The guy's a superstar. He makes gazillions of dollars. God bless him. And when they put you on that show, that means you're pretty well known nationally and internationally. They're not putting schleps like me on that show. This is See, I wish I had the whole egg head. Well, I already I do, but. <laughs> yeah, you just had to put your, all you had, you would have had to have done is just paint your face white. I could go with white face, can't I? Yeah. Is that racist? Anyway, uh, Ninja Ninja was in the sprinkle something or another, like he was a donut head. There's a lot of, Doug McGregor, I don't know whether I'm impressed or uh, weirded out by his unbelievable Mess, but you know it's a popular show. That's a huge show. Oh, sorry, it wasn't donut. He was ice cream. Ice cream. He was an ice cream. So this this is what he was dressed at. This, no, they, they these the mass singers. Ninja. They actually sing. They hold the mic up and sing. Yeah. But they have the music behind them. You know, they have all that stuff. It's not. I didn't have any music. I had it in my ear, but I couldn't hear it, and so I had to wing it. And you had to sing in falsetto because they knew you. Unfortunately, with your voice, they, especially Mike, Mike and Alex would have exactly. guessed it in a heartbeat. Remember, those people on The Masked Singer, again, they're well-known people nationally, not locally like I am. Although, you know, I have some national people. But, but they would never have guessed me, even if I, they gave them a million. My point is, I, could, I can't be on the show. I'm not well-known enough. Right. But Ninja, to his credit... Obviously well-known. Everybody on that show is well-known. So that's why they do it. Well, it's interesting because I don't think that they would have known his voice at all. No, I wouldn't. I'd never heard his voice. But the, here's the thing. They have rehearsals for that show. Mm -hmm. They have live music being performed. They got the full get-up, not just, you know, Robin's costume. But, again, it was fun. It's a fun idea, that show. I think it's great. You can see it. The audience gets into it. The judges get into it. It's fun. I should be on the masked handicapper. That's, that's just, the masked handicapper. Some of those handicappers should have a mask on because they're robbing your money, ladies and gentlemen. They are holding you up. Not on this, not this reporter, not this handicapper. You get the picks absolutely free. No 900 numbers. And thank you for the uh, people who are giving me credit for being on the masked singer. So, Tony, it is the end of our show. Is it already? Yes, it is. And that is because we are coming at you live once again from Screwballs, King of Prussia. So you're going to get four hours. Yes. And, and people are like, Dean's like, well, you're cheating us again today. Hey, no, Dean, we're not. why don't you come up here and then you drive me to King of Prussia and I'll be glad to stay on another hour. This way I could jump in my car and have you drive in bumper to bumper, like going over the Gandhi Bridge, the Gandhi Expressway in rush hour traffic trying to get from Clearwater all the way into Tampa. I've seen you driving in congested traffic, Dean, it in would the Tampa not, Bay It area. would not be good. It would not no. be good at all. And it's even worse here because there's nowhere to get off. Sort of like when you go over those, those causeways. You know, there's really no place to get off until you're all the way across Tampa Correct. Bay on most of those places. Dean says, in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic, you get in the breakdown lane and just floor it. How, um, S. Falcon says, how long is the pregame show? Now, the pregame show on 97.3 FM 
will be one hour. Right. Because remember, the Eagles were on, this is an Eagles pregame show. So Merrill Reese on the Eagles radio network, they take over an hour before kickoff. Right. So Merrill Reese, the actual Eagles pregame show, will start at 7 o'clock tonight. So what we will do from bleachers, bleachers, from uh, screwballs up there in King of Prussia, so we'll be live from 6 to 7, me, Harry Mays, the, the cast of characters. We'll go live for one hour on the radio. Then when we sign off at 7 o'clock on 97.3, we will stay on with Twitch TV, Bruno Nation Live. Twitch and only. Twitch only, but you can still log on. We'll still be having the fun there. I'll release the pick there as well. And also, as soon as that show is over, the second hour on Twitch only, because remember, the first hour is Twitch and 97.3 FM. That is correct. The second hour is Twitch only. And then right after that, we will be able to go live on this Twitch.tv Bruno Nation Live to carry Eagles Green Bay Packers on this screen that you're watching from right now. You can cast it to the big screen. You can have it on your phone. Mm -hmm. Football on your phone, yo. You can have it on your tablet. You can have it everywhere. You're not getting that anywhere else, are you? Because most stations that go to a pregame show, they don't have the game on. Oh, crap. What's in the box? Somebody just reminded me. What's in the box? That's right. Thank you, AJ in San Antonio, for reminding us. Goodness gracious. Hold on. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Damn it, Robin. Robin, can you crank my damn tablet up? God damn it. Oh, what's in the box? By the way, I apologize for the profanity because we also have to do a shout out too before I open this. Ed Nasta, who we gave a shout-out for his mom's birthday the other day. Yes. Guess whose birthday it is today. Ed Nasta's father's birthday is today. Ah, so. So I apologize for taking the Lord's name in vain. But we got to do a quick birthday thing, though, too, Robin. This is unfinished business today. And I'll take some of the heat, but I have to pass some of it along to Robin as well. I hate to do it, Robin, but I can't remember everything. Thank you to AJ in San Antonio for remembering about the mail, which is sitting right here on the desk. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And thank you, Robin, for not noticing that the great Ed Nasta had tweeted about his dad's birthday. So happy birthday, Mr. Nasta. And now. Do you need scissors, Tony? I have the scissors. I'm not going to run with these after the show, though, but I should. What's in the box? I'm opening it right now. Relax. I don't want to cut what's inside it because I, I believe it's a soft tissue item. Soft tissue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a soft tissue injury on the show. No, 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 no. That it would be, be bad. Painful. Worse than a paper cut, actually. Wait a minute. It looks like, uh, it looks like another T-shirt. And what does it say? Oh, look at this, Robin. It's got Tony on the back, okay. so I feel like I'm at the White House where I'm getting a number one. And I love the color blue, my favorite color blue. Yes, so yes. So on the back, it says Tony. Can you all see Tony that? one. Okay, number one. And then on the front, it says Bruno South Philly Fistball. Fistball. <laughs> so it's, 
is, ladies and gentlemen. It's now official. We have our official South Philly fistball team, oh, which God, will be entering is... the U.S. Fistball League as soon as the XFL season comes to an end and right before the next WNBA season. There it is. South Philly fistball. That is awesome. AJ in San Antonio, you are too much. That is fantastic. South Philly fistball, man. <laughs> I like the fist in there. I do, too. That is fantastic. The fist is strong, baby. The fist is strong. I'm sending you a damn shirt. I only have one of these. I only have one of the other ones. The re relax. Yeah, we need to start. Keep calm I need and to Bruno. start making those. It's just. It Robin, get the damn ironing out. Let's start ironing <sighs> stuff into T-shirts. I'll even buy an. I have one. You gave away the iron. Did you got rid of my pressing I, iron? I, I, you got rid of my no, my is, press. No. My steam press. Did you not? No, it's in the. Are you sure you didn't throw that away? I'm positive. You threw away my steamer. No, they are in the uh, storage unit. Jesus. All right. Thank you, AJ. So thank you, AJ. So that now we have, awesome. two, we have two T-shirts, just uh, prototypes. That's what we have to call them, yes, right? Yes, that's what they are. They're they, the prototypes. They're, good. they're prototypes. And we want to know if people would be interested in buying them. And AJ in San Antonio, because he does all this work, is obviously going to get the credit and get paid Absolutely. when we put these up for sale. You know what I'm saying? Can we start making these? I think we should. I think we I should. I think fistball will be big in South Philly. I do, too. Or everywhere else around the country. I'll also be printing up some of these, too. There'll be a lot of people wearing those this fall until the weather turns. Then I'll make some sweatshirts out of them with the Phillies pissed on it. In the meantime, we want to thank everybody again. Another fun show today. Covered a lot of things. Dotted all the I's, crossed all the T's. In the meantime, we'll see you again in a couple of hours, 6 to 7 on 97.3 and Twitch. Also, 7 to 8, two more hours, fun and games out at Screwballs. Come on out if you're in the area. King of Prussia, baby! Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. It is still the greatest country in the universe. It's very easy. Maybe in our world here, they live a happy little mountain. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.